You know, this area, if you hadn't noticed, is really growing. In fact, when the census came out the other day, we leapfrog Houston. I mean, this is the fourth largest metro area in the United States of America. I mean, we're up there with New York City. Well, we're not near New York City, but Los Angeles, right behind Chicago. And uh, one man who's seen a lot of growth down here and actually moved his company down here to be a big participant in it is the former CEO and chairman of the Turner Corporation, the uh, former mayor of Dallas, and the chairman of the board of Austin Industries, Tom Leppard, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's good to be with you, David. In fact, it's interesting the way that you did that introduction. It's only about 10 years, depending on how the numbers play, before this this area is going to be the third largest in the nation. We're going to pass Chicago um, in the space of a decade plus. Then we're going to have to annex Oklahoma, I think, <laughs> in order to do it. It's just, it really is remarkable. And you, and, and you check me on my memory, but you moved Turner down here, what, about 20 years ago? 1999. Okay, and so we were coming out of just god-awful period of the 80s when everything, we lost all of our banks and SNLs and and mm-hmm. growth just crawled to a to a, to a slowdown, and it's done nothing but take off since then. It it has been, and, and you see it throughout the area and in so many different ways. Clearly, population is one of them. But look at the number of companies that, that have moved here, uh, large and small, for that matter. And and presumably still more planning on it. I mean Absolutely. Austin. I mean Austin industry has been around forever. Uh, I mean it's literally a century. Um, yes. and, and I was, when I'm Austin industries, I, th- I mean, I think of all sorts of construction, but also I think of infrastructure and bridges and roads and that sort of thing. And we just happen to have maybe a compromise as of Friday on the infrastructure bill. The president's come down from $2.2 trillion to 1.7. So at least there's some movement that ought to, there ought to really be a lot of business out of that infrastructure bill. There should be, and again, uh, given our area in the country and the growth that we've seen, and I think really the future potential, I, I think we're going to be big winners on that. Um, clearly, uh, a company like Austin, as you point out, uh, has been the preeminent uh, builder uh, in this region of, of the country. We also have a large, what I'll call civil business or horizontal construction. That's the bridge and road that you talked about. And then there's also, although not as much in this area, but a large division that does industrial maintenance and construction at large factories literally across the country. South Carolina, Georgia, yes. Illinois. Uh, the, the company really has grown. What, so what happened? So, you, so you're the chairman of the board during a pandemic when <laughs> everything slows to a crawl. And I would assume you know you're going to come out of it and need to keep all your workers engaged and not have everybody run away. What'd you do? How did you guys do it? Well, the management team led by David Walls, the CEO, I think did a phenomenal job. Uh, Much like the culture of the company, which is wedded in safety and the importance of the individual, it's an ESOP. So all of the employees are owners of the company. That became the first priority. So they did a very good job of dealing with the safety issue on the front end and then identifying two things that they need to do very quickly. One of suggest the, the cost structure and two, develop ways to do business remote. Now, clearly when you're building, you've got to do that on site, et cetera. But a lot of the support mechanisms, how do you do that? They reacted very quickly. And I will tell you that 
if you had asked me 14 months ago what I thought the rest of 2020 and the first quarter of 2021 would, would have been, it would have been nothing like we've seen. Uh, it turned out to be a very good year for Austin uh, in 2020 and 2021 has been off to a very strong start. So did, did the pipeline actually fill up during that time? Uh, not necessarily the pipeline. We actually saw a step back on the backlog, but the businesses and the building projects that were in place, they continued on. And in fact, in some cases, actually accelerated. Is it is it here or is it just everywhere? I think it was everywhere. One of the things that happened very early on was the building business was deemed a critical business. So it wasn't one of the ones that was shut down. Now, in a lot of areas of the country, for instance, in Northeast, it pared back significantly. But here in this part of the country, in our region, that wasn't the case. And Austin on their building business really focuses largest market here in North Texas, but really through the Southern states from Florida all the way through California. Those areas for the most part uh, did better than the areas in the Midwest and the Northeast. So tell me about the an ESOP, because I forgot about that. And it's an employee, a stock ownership organization and the employees literally own the company that must make for a different atmosphere it makes for a different atmosphere in several ways and i would argue all to the positive uh, because all of the owners or all of the employees have ownership they've got an interest in the, in in the success of the company it also builds a culture around safety the importance of the individual so when somebody joins Austin, I think they see it in a little bit different light than they do in a traditional company. So that's allowed, I think, much more ownership, not just in a financial sense, but ownership in what's happening in the company, interest in the projects, uh, commitment to client, all those sorts of things. And I see those. Um, it uh, is a company that has a lot of tenure with the individuals. The turnover is, is, is very, very yeah. low. So it's one that really has shown an ability to not only attract people, but hold on to those people, which has clearly been a great benefit for the, for the clients that served. And those clients, uh, a lot of retention on that. And, uh, you know, clients that, uh, that utilize Austin, you know, far into the future. You're also chairman of the board of a company during a period where there's great turmoil and a lot of change. So there's much more concentration on uh, the environment and social and governments, the ESGs. Um, how's the company addressing that? Well, again, I think in part because of the employee ownership, uh, Austin is kind of a lead on that because it, it is more, it's been more focused on one of its stakeholders, the employee base, uh, than perhaps a lot of companies who have other stakeholders that, 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 that have to be focused on. Clearly, it is a business where there's been a lot of change, as is every business. I think, David, you and I could pick out any business and we could we could actually make that comment for. Construction, however, is one where a lot of the change has been slower in coming, especially some of the technology issues right. in that. But we're seeing that ramp up substantially. A lot of new capital going into technological ideas within construction, those sorts of things. And Austin has adapted very well to that. Uh, that bridge and road, the civil business that we talked about, some of the technology that they're using is just amazing. For instance, it used to be a very slow process to even figure out the grade of a road. Well, technology, you can drive down the road at 60 miles an hour now, and you can assess the grade and the quality of, of the road and those sorts of things. And that's all based on technology that 
has now come into the industry and Austin has embraced. Yeah, they're going to have to do that for bridges, evidently. I think of that bridge in Memphis over the Mississippi. It's frightening to think that that was. But, I mean, that's part of the infrastructure. That's what we've been hearing for a long time is there are a whole lot of bridges in this country that are just unsafe. There are. And I think the recognition on both the uh, on both aisles back in Washington, you alluded to it earlier, was that for the basic infrastructure, at least the infrastructure we can always we can all agree on the definition of the roads, the transportation involving the bridges, those sorts of things. We're in real need of addressing those. And I think, as you pointed out, um, the president came down. I think the president also said that that bill uh, that he's willing to go in pieces so that we're not going to try to define infrastructure in a hundred different ways, but we can actually do some of the infrastructure that we all agree on, get that moving forward. And a lot of that does fall into exactly those areas you just mentioned. So how does Austin handle this? If we, if we get one, and I, I think we probably will, because there, there ought to be bipartisan support on this because there are a lot of, a lot of benefits get go to a lot of different voting areas, but what do you do? You, you, I guess you get you start with a request for a proposal and staff up and work like crazy to try to get your your share of the business. Yeah, and 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 take business that you know that you can do well. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of uh, construction companies unfortunately take on business that they can't do. Austin, I think, has a very good sense of what their risk appetite is, uh, doing things that that they know well, and again, having an employee base that's experienced that can do that. Uh, so there's clearly, we look and very optimistic on the growth aspects, but I think also looking at a realistic standpoint of making sure that we're doing things um, that we're good at doing, that we have done in the past, and that we've got the manpower to be able to handle in the future. Yeah, and, well, you can do it at scale. And I, I, you know, in some areas of construction, it's a pretty crowded field, but I would guess at this level, it's not that crowded. There ought to be plenty of business for everybody. I think there will be, but again, um, it, it's got to be people that are experienced and know what uh, know what they're doing. Well, you know what you're doing. <laughs> You've been doing this a long time. Uh, it, like I say, I think it's I think it's a great time to be chairman of the board of Austin Industries. And, well, I'm, you and, and I'm really excited. We, we've got a terrific board. Um, Dave Scullin, who a lot of people uh, are familiar with in this community, because he heads up Communities Foundation of Texas. Sure. Uh, heads up our audit committee, a very strong individual. Uh, Ron Nickel, who a lot of people know as one of the leaders of the Boston Consulting Group, BCG, for decades on end, has brought an awful lot to our board. Uh, Debbie Adams uh, from Houston, uh, focusing on a lot of the industrial issues and that sort of thing, joined our board not too too long ago. And then um, even more recently, we've had two new additions to it. Uh, Nina Vaca, who is one of the leading Hispanic leaders uh, in the nation, not just in the area, but right. in the nation, who is the founder and the CEO of Pinnacle, um, has and really brings a, a strong technology background. Just recently joined the the board, and then Pat Walsh, uh, who was the former commander of the Pacific Fleet for the U.S. Navy, one of only about seven four-star admirals at that time, has a great background in technology. Worked with with Boeing. He also joined it. So. We're real excited because of the strength of, of that board, and hopefully we're going to add value to management. Tom Leppert is the chairman of the board of Austin Industries. It's always good to catch up. Thank you for the time, sir. David, it's always good to visit with you. Thanks. For more of our conversation with Mr. Leppert, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.